Last time on Spotlight. Season one finished fucking months ago. Yeah, but so put down your season two book set <laughs> and join us. <laughs> we are here to talk about season one. Can't like the ballsiness of what they're doing. I got the impression that Lorca was shagging. Lorca, yeah, because the thing <laughs> he is, Lorca stud of that he, shit. Am I allowed to have a toilet break? Right, party on. Okay, so we now move on to season one, part deux, uh, with Despite Yourself, directed by none other than two takes, Jonathan Frakes. Frakes. Uh, so Frakes is back, of course, portrayed William Riker in Star Trek Next Generation, director of Star Trek First Contact, mm-hmm. my personal favourite Star Trek film, and Star Trek Insurrection no one's favourite Star Trek <laughs> um, and he's back here and you know what I think he's he, a cracker of a job well he brings the lightness that he brought to Insurrection that was one of the nicer things about that movie to this as well it's, I think the mo- nicest the mirror universe has ever treated in terms of the lightness of them having to kind of put on the, 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 the act but they're all of them working yes. together to try yeah, and yeah, prep yeah, that yeah, 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 the yeah, guy yeah. painting the outside up you know of the <laughs> ship like to make it the ISS it's uh, a red dwarf training yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. But, uh, and Tilly is it really comes to her own in this episode. Oh, man. It's, so it's fun. fantastic. Yeah, yeah, it's all of what you built up with her. And you know, when I look when I watched this episode, I was just like, yeah, this is great. Because I don't, I think I'd only literally seen the, the mirror episode of the original series at right. this point. Um because I've been doing those TOS first watches and I had yeah. come to that one where we had um, you know um uh, Kirk in the alternate universe and and you got the uh, agonizer that he puts Chekhov in after he tries to kill him. Oh, is they got the agonizer they thing got there the as well. Thing, okay. I don't know if it's called the agonizer, but they got a room where somebody just like it's zapped and they have to <laughs> basically the actor has to scream. Uh hope you do it on the last day of filming. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but um yeah, no, I thought it was it was fun actually considering that this the dark subject Matt they're about to do with it. it was just a nice primer into it wasn't it I think that's a really good point which I hadn't really thought about in the sense of obviously there's a lot of dark concepts introduced here and a lot of dark incidents that happen within the episode uh, but it's all heightened with that levity of you know of that scene where Tilly has to take the call and then you get obviously Lorca doing his Scotty impression uh, for yeah. Scotty as well uh, it's all really really hilarious but Fuck me, this episode packs mm. so much in. Yeah, yeah, it does. So much. Yeah. Like, in these episodes, we have to discover we're in the mirror universe, decide that they're going to go undercover, go to the other ship. Michael has a fight to the death in an elevator with one of her old Shenzhou uh, compadres who's now been run the ship. So she should be away, which is, and straight away. Talking about the fights getting better, I think that's a great fight. Yeah, that's good. Really cool, especially when she makes the gravity go off and they go up to the top and everything like that. Mm. Plus, death of poor Dr. Colbert. Yeah. What do we think about this? Uh, Shocker for me. Yeah, Yeah, I I was really shocked. I was, uh, yeah, I was amazed that they went through with it. I was amazed yeah. and yeah. I kept thinking oh he'll be back and uh, and he was um, but not the way you think not the way you think yeah <laughs> yeah I mean I I was pretty devastated when I watched this I was really because I'd really grown to like Dr. Cole quite quickly he just seemed such a sweet nice man um, and uh, yeah. yeah and I think I was I was really expecting to bring back the, you know, the Mirror Universe Colba uh, but then it yes. would be like, get the twisties a massive homophobe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, and you just, and you just really bought into. <laughs> 
it's like, yeah, could like, still happen. We, we, can, we can make this work, right? <laughs> could still happen. <laughs> like, and you just really bought into Stamets and Hemsworth's right shit. I mean, we've literally just had the prior episode was when they have that big kiss, and you know, it's really you're really rooting for them, and for that to happen just seems so unfair. Uh, and especially Ash Tyler to be the one doing it, you know, um, basically unknowingly. Maybe that's what gives uh, yeah. it his power because it's like, oh, of all the characters to die, he was one of the least. So if they take him, then it's like, oof, this is meaning business. Yeah, 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 completely. As much as it hurts. Well, oh no, and Stamets as well. You've given him so much, like you know, he's got a lot to deal with, like as well in the next mm. bit. I mean, he's already kind of modified his body, hasn't he? He's gone through quite a lot mm. of series. Yeah, but I actually think you know he's one of his. Yeah, developments is one of the biggest because remember he really doesn't like Burnham at the start and we haven't touched yeah. on how he gets respect for her as she supports him with their experiments yeah. and mm. you know yeah, that is a, a long way to him being kind of a friendly member of the crew to her yeah yeah completely um, you know th- this was something that caused a lot of controversy at the time uh, the killing of Hugh Colbert I don't know if you've heard about the kill your gays thing uh-huh. uh, which is kind of a bit like fridging uh, which was the well, concept of, James, <laughs> <laughs> which is the concept of female fictional characters um, in movies and television being killed to motivate, the male, killed to motivate the male characters yeah. and you know Kuyo is a similar thing or, where every, it's like, or every Bond film yeah yeah yeah, yeah exactly <laughs> Kuyo is a similar thing where it's just gay characters always have to be like tragically killed off um, in shows, and but then it, you don't realise about all the straight people in droves <laughs> that have been killed in everything <laughs> ever. So we, actually, until, until gay people were invented in the movies, <laughs> yeah, until gay people were allowed to be in TV, so yeah. freak themselves lucky. There were thirty thousand people on that starship. Zero gays. <laughs> 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 um, Wilson Cruz has actually come out and said, look, this isn't that. I mean, he has kind of gone on a campaign to kind of say, hey, this isn't what you think. Like, I am going to be back in some capacity. They've kind of had to, you know, show their cards and say, yeah. he's going to be back at some point, yeah, in yeah. some way. Mm-hmm. And because it's sci fi, obviously, they can bring him back, whether it's going to be the homophobe mirror universe version or something else, <laughs> yeah. which I do think is a good idea. Like, yeah. like, uh, or some other way of doing it. Yeah, um, that would be one of the funner episodes of this show, wouldn't it? Like, actually. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, imagine the last, the odd couple last to be involved in that. Um, so <laughs> so yeah like I mean that's that's very interesting um, but I was I was quite upset about it I've got to say yeah um, but yeah uh, poor Lorca is shoved in the in, they do actually call it the agonizer in this don't mm-hmm. they yeah and yeah he's going to be there for quite a long time it's pretty <laughs> brutal that yeah. like it is brutal he is uh, in there for like three episodes yeah, like, yeah. he doesn't shit himself like <laughs> yeah. well not, 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 that, not that we know like, I just uh, love that they've called something an agonizer just like we need a name yeah. <laughs> it causes yeah. agony doesn't it yeah it's got kind of a gasmatron like you know <laughs> but um, both massive clean up but yeah I, I personally think a great episode yeah, great I, I think it launched back with so much Ooh. confidence this, this yeah the, uh, I, I think um, I mean having Frakes is like a great I mean I really really brought a lot to me to <laughs> having it back <laughs> and um I also just think the whole Mirror Universe arc uh, was fantastic. I thought it was really cool. Uh, And it weirdly showed 
how much I had connected to these characters more than I thought. Because to suddenly see them in a position where they have to be the opposite, mm. yeah. and you go, yeah. but and you and you go, oh right, they, they, this is weird. Like if I didn't know them well enough or didn't care, I wouldn't. It wouldn't have affected me. Yeah, yeah. they have to have them defined so that when you literally have the polar opposite, you're just yeah, like, yeah. oh yeah, because yeah, if they were just blank slates at this point still you'd yeah. be like well the mirror universes are just opposite blank slates yeah. I don't know which is which mm-hmm. and having and having Tilly have to play that yeah. role in particular that was, yeah, that was a the great, perfect choice thing, yeah. yeah 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 yeah, yeah. Um, she's she's great and, yeah, it, and it's sort of these realising that she could do that inspires her I guess in the last episode to be, try and become a commander and mm. things like that uh, okay episode 11 the Wolf Inside, uh, which continues the Mirror Universe arc, which I agree is probably the strongest arc in the show so far. Mm-hmm. Um, so in this episode, this kind of slows things down slightly. Obviously, it's got the kind of uh, Tyler and Michael going to meet the Resistance, basically, which has got Sarek and uh, and Bok, the, the Klingon, mm-hmm. um, who's now inhabiting uh, Tyler. Mm-hmm. Um and yeah, I mean, this is very much. This feels out of the kind of four mirror universe episodes. This feels like the most fillery, I would say. Yeah, a little bit. It's kind of a lot of it's about uh, Ash Tyler, isn't it? A lot of it's about Tyler sort of coming to the fore with the problems and. Yeah, I mean, it's kind like, of the scene that they, sort of culminates at the end of the meeting with the resistance. Yeah, and he he yeah, has yeah. an actual fight I mean, with Vok. Yeah. And stuff. It's amazing how this triggers off. Like listening to Vok triggers his programming. It's like when was he meant to kind of like do his pro? When he was he meant to come to the fore anyway? <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. like you yeah. have to meet because yourself. he was programmed in the prime universe. So I mean, and and Vok was dead at that point like you know well he'd been become him yeah so why would like hearing his own voice like trigger him off I just felt like that's if that's your trigger why mm. why make something simpler like somebody said ice cream or something I don't know <laughs> <laughs> well I suppose he's already uh, he's already been triggered before this hasn't he because he's already killed uh, Culber um, but that might have just been because he was homophobic uh, I don't know uh, but um, but yeah I, I think it's more just the sense of you know, obviously, actually hearing the real Vok or the, the Mirror Universe, but I think it's, yeah, it's going to be malfunctions more than anything. Mm. Yeah, yeah, he, he yeah, blew his yeah, yeah. Because that's a situation that should never have happened. Yes, that's right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So perhaps it's actually yeah, it's just broken the programming a little bit and, and revealed him before he could actually do, do his mission, whatever that would have been. Exactly, yeah. exactly. And um, you know, I think the big takeaway in this episode is obviously the cliffhanger which is the reveal that the Emperor in the Mirror Universe is... General Hux. (laughs) (laughs) Is is Giorgio, uh, Michelle Yeoh, (laughs) returning um, in that role. And so obviously that's that's the big revelation. And I've got to say, Michelle Yeoh as the Emperor, I think is amazing. I think she's such a badass. And I love her presence in the Ooh. second half. And it's really cool because, I mean, I-, I liked her in the first couple of episodes, but, you know, she's got a much more of a straight-laced character to play with there. She's having so much fun. Yeah, she's so much better at, at is the evil version of herself. Yeah. yeah. De- yeah I don't know what it says about her as a person. <laughs> but, uh... Like, uh, and I think, it, I think in this episode is when... Isn't it this one where Stamets almost dies as well? There's a big, There's a big moment where... He's in um, in the spore drive thing again, and like you think he's dead until he's actually bursting into tears and yeah, stuff. Yeah. And I, I remember watching that, thinking, "Well, they killed the other 
other guy as well. I was just like, literally must no kill all gamers. I was like, bloody hell, maybe they have got a point. Like, uh, yeah. just yeah, but luckily he doesn't. Thank, thank God. But uh, yeah, but I, I think that's kind of basically mm. that episode, yeah. isn't it? Well, the next one, you know, vaulting ambition, which is um, is this the not no not the normal one, but like the the last of the um, the mirror universe was well, the penultimate no, mirror universe, universe episode. It is yeah. the one they found like the most disturbing, and it all just comes from the fact that they're eating kelpens. Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah, oh yeah, yeah. It's like you know what you're you know what you're looking for in a kelpen. You, you must know, and it's like she just picks one. It's like what she's looking for is which ones looks the tastiest. Is yeah, no, that's really horrific. Do, they, do, do their things not go up at that point when they sense death? It's like, <laughs> it's like they really don't know what's coming, do they? I mean, this episode is really kind of knee deep into how horrific and dark the mirror universe is, isn't it? Especially Michael having to be confronted with this evil version of you know her lost friend and that being obviously really hard for her uh, because Giorgio seems so evil and horrible in this um, but it's really mostly a kind of bit of a two-hander between Michael and Giorgio isn't it kind of developing that relationship and seeing how it stands now yeah uh, what was it that kind of revealed like what was the tip-off because she just in having that dinner and like you know she's still playing along but, but like she just senses that she's not who she is I don't know what the giveaway was oh Did the you... the giveaway of of Michael I think is she order snaps with like this I think Michael uh, <laughs> no, no, no 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 <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm, I think Michael just tells her I think Michael just tells her because at that point they need to sort it out they need to mm. get because by the end of the episode she she completely knows. I, I think, yeah, she does. Oh, no, she she just, reveals her truth. Yeah, yeah she just tells her um, because at that moment, um, Giorgio, all the other people who are in the room when that happens, uh, Giorgio kills them all. Mm. Uh, oh, no, she does No, I'm talking at dinner. She decides to execute her, doesn't she? Yeah, but I don't think it's because she knows she's from a mirror universe. Um, until she tells her. Until she tells her, I think she that just... That saves her. Yeah, yeah, that, that saves her. her. I, I don't think know what just... the tipping point of, like, um, you know, she's all nicely-nicely, uh, you've, you've captured Lorca, my big enemy. Yeah. I don't know what her issue was. Like, I can't remember. I think it was just because... Uh, no, 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 no. That's what it was. It's that Lorca and Michael in the Mirror Universe were a couple and they were plotting, she believes they were plotting together to overthrow her. Mm, right. So that's what it is in terms well, of she's one of them. a traitor. <laughs> going like, so she thinks she was working with Lorca and still thinks she is. Okay. And this is all so kind she of has like to say, oh, it's not me, I'm from the other universe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's oh, when okay. she says like, okay, this is, this is the truth of the matter. Mm. And actually it turns out that the Emperor does have an idea. The reason she does believe her is because obviously we bring in the USS Defiant and that she is already aware that there, there will be other universes okay, yeah. because of what happened there. Which is I still a... think she takes it very quickly. Like, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah. Right. yeah. She, well, she instantly kills like ten people, like to keep the secret. Yeah, so, yeah. and the USS Defiant is actually a link back to the original show, isn't it? Yeah. Well, and uh, Enterprise. Enterprise as well. Yeah, because it's the end. The end of the episode that for James L. Conroy directed. Like, we only watched the part one, but the the defiance at the end of that. Well, that's the episode James directed. So that's all that matters, isn't it? Exactly. Like, <laughs> uh, we interviewed James L. Conway uh, recently, director on TNG, DS9, Voyager, and Enterprise, uh, who directed the Mirror Universe first episode of 
Enterprise. Um, you can hear that interview well, and at loads the moment. of Mirror Universe for DS9, which is the other. Well, it's basically, oh uh, yeah, original, yeah, 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 yeah. Only Next Generation Voyager haven't had Mirror Universe episodes mm. of them. Mm. So Frake stole his job again. Yeah, like <laughs> James was meant to um, direct First Contact originally, and then Frake's got the job. So what is what is going on? Like, uh, <laughs> I, I think this is, um, you know, I think Next Generation did have maybe the closest it got to Mirror Universe was yesterday's Enterprise, where you see like a, a version where they'd be at war. Yeah, and everybody's basically, you know, it's like a version of Britain today, where you're gonna have cops with guns very shortly. They all got their phasers like uh, on them. It's a sector kill. <laughs> um, oh, they don't go to the mirror universe in TNG. Though. No, no. Oh right, okay. That's enjoy- I thought they went like in every single one. Like, go, once like, a year. To the yeah, yeah. <laughs> I thought that's what it was. It's like yeah, the, sh- the skiing's great. Oh, you- <laughs> that's where Ricer is. Literally, let yeah. me get it straight as well. When when they say the mirror universe. Is it, in a sense, do they just mean that as an all-encompassing parallel universe? Or do they mean as in it's always one the particular, se- one particular, particular mirror universe? Because otherwise, wouldn't it, wouldn't they have a history and the other would go, oh, it's weird, isn't it? Every so often, like uh, some versions of us pop over and yeah, all yeah. good. Like, isn't there some kind of history of this? Isn't it always just a different universe that happens to be evil? I think they always... I always assumed it was just different ones that happen to be evil. Yeah, it can't yeah. just be the same one every no. time. Because otherwise, at some point, people would go, oh, wait a minute, this yeah. has happened. Stop coming well, there, over would, there would then be a force would have to be set up to stop people in the evil universe from coming over. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. They'd have but to be. They're something. too busy like killing each other to actually uh, look at like, how to get across universes. <laughs> and they, they, they're very inward. Yeah. yeah. So obviously, the big thing of this episode is what I would call one of the best twists on TV in years, uh, which is the revelation that the Lorca we've known and loved mm. for the last uh, nine or so episodes is actually the Mirror Universe Lorca. Yeah, well, I remember this coming at a point where it was like twist after twist. Like, between these two episodes, it's like Ash is Vok, and then Giorgio's back, and then Lorca's evil Lorca. It's just like boom, boom, boom. Like, this yeah, is real yeah. Warm call. yeah, I mean, I was blown away. I, I did not see this coming until the last couple of seconds where Michael starts piecing it together myself. Yeah. Did not see this coming That's at all. That's the way you want a twist like that to um, I saw it coming a little oh, bit. Oh. But then, when you see Lorca... Been put in the agonizer for months. I was like, well, I must be wrong because he wouldn't. Have well, no, he's been drugged, mm. doesn't he? Like a bit, like oh, uh, I guess so. Yeah, uh, to sort of take it, you know. So. Yeah, but I still thought I just that that put me off the scent. Oh, what? So you you had a suspicion before that? Yeah, as soon as the what? idea of the mirror, mirror universe came in, I kind oh, of like, had it's a too bit, bad to be. I just thought I thought I bet that's. I just uh, had a half an idea. It was only a half idea, and then they totally. I mean, I was as yeah. I mean, it was a double bluff in my yeah. head. I was yeah. really surprised. Maybe yeah. that's a sign of your fandom. I don't know that you have more knowledge behind what was going on or something like that. But I, I've no, never done anything like this before. Yeah, no, no. Exactly, this, this, this yeah. was this was a huge move, and yeah. I and I, it was only a half idea because it, like the thing you said before uh, about about Tyler being vile. I was like, yeah. I don't think they'll do that. Yeah. That seems yeah. too. Well, they can't. They'll do one or the other. But yeah, yeah, yeah. And this is where Star Trek finally getting to do serialized storytelling proper actually pays off. Yeah, 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 yeah. Of being able to pull off a twist this big because you couldn't really do that in the old shows. No, uh, too episodic. 
and yeah I mean it's it, I just think it's amazing I remember being oh my god like, desperate to watch yeah, next yeah. week's like straight away yeah um, and it makes me want to rewatch the whole series again knowing mm. that yeah and, you definitely and, and you say yeah, the seeds are sown pretty definitely, well definitely definitely yeah. like you know you, you there's loads of bits where you go oh, oh okay yeah, yeah yeah see this see this coming and out. you said Isaac's new of this Christmas Isaac's stuff. new all along uh, he came on very much for a set 11 episode arc where he was like I'm going to come on for these 11 episodes this is who I am this is the character so he's always playing it like that yeah. he always knows what's going to happen yeah Paul That's are great. you on board with this as uh, well? yeah very much so yeah I really liked it, it made everything make, kind of make sense in you know context yeah but, because yeah. I felt like you'd kind of drifted a little bit away from Discovery hadn't you and then do, do you feel like this was the twist that really engaged you back well in? yeah no I mean I, I, it's actually after the first um, after the gap, I watched the first of the second season, and just mm. and then for whatever reason, I just didn't pick up the second one. Like so, I did, uh, out of one out of four of the Mirror Universe, I sort of stopped there, and then but once I stopped picked it up again, within a week, I'd seen all of it. So it kind of yeah. yeah. And this was definitely a driver for that because I just really wanted to see how they resolve it. Mm. And yeah. it's great how all the all the kind of things that Star Trek fans were against the series right at the beginning, they were all basically ideas like Lorca's bullshit no no Starfleet wouldn't let a person like this be the captain yeah. and then you if you just are patient that fans be, that must be so yeah. it usually gets explained yeah. you know yeah. for creators to be like to see people bemoan about stuff that you know is like yeah. gonna be switched around and, and, like, and also those people that have a big problem with it like wouldn't stick around to yeah. actually like get the payoff like this is so they're only fooling themselves yeah. 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 Or, although I would say there is definitely no pleasing some fans mm. in regards of there's definitely a contingent of uh so-called Star Trek fans who are just angry at the fact that we've got a black female lead, we've got a gay relationship in Star Trek. They want to have their own mirror universe called the 1960s. Uh, (laughs) I actually actually came across this review, funnily enough, of, as we discussed before, we had Roger Lay Jr. on the show, uh, who kind of is behind most of the Blu-ray box sets of kind of Enterprise, TNG, stuff like that. He also produced um, a box set called the Roddenberry Vault, uh, where it's got a bunch of original series episodes with kind of outtakes and deleted scenes from them, never been seen before. In my research for this, I was reading the Amazon reviews of the Roddenberry Vault. Because you weren't sold after, you know, you talked about it. No, no, no. I was having a look at them. I came across this review for the Roddenberry Vault, but it's not a review for the Roddenberry Vault. It's very much a review for uh, Starship Discovery. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Where he's basically saying that this is this is great, the Roddenberry Vault, five stars. So there you go. Still, <laughs> but, still an approval say. from this guy. So there you go. But then goes on to say... Roddenberry will be spinning in his grave with the mess the politically correct SJW parasites are doing to his beloved Star Trek. First, the repulsive man-hater Jerry Taylor twists his u- idea to ugly extremes in her feminist lunacy <laughs> towards the end of Star Trek Next Generation. And now, feminist idiocy... <laughs> So we've gone from feminist lunacy to feminist idiocy. He's in charge of the latest USS Diversity. Sorry. <laughs> Discovery. Insults his memory in the name of rank PC arrogant stupidity. A certain lefty lovey from Great Britain in it. 
I presume that's Jason Isaac. <laughs> yeah, Chinese, <laughs> Chinese feminist captain. Surprise, surprise. Obviously, he hasn't watched past the past two episodes. <laughs> Crossdresser. Seriously, first mate. What? I don't know who that Saru? is. I don't know who that is. Saru? Is this the name we don't? Yeah. Like cross- alien don't yeah. care. Crossdresser. Um, <laughs> so, this is a look back at when the idea was great. So, this is the only way he's actually reviewing the Roddenberry <laughs> Fall. Actually, diverse and respectful. So, he's saying that the original series was more diverse because I guess it had more white people? <laughs> like, uh, when the tail wasn't wagging the dog. So Whoa. this is the kind of thing we're dealing with. Yeah. These are the kind of maniacs. I like the uh, idea that Roddenberry is spinning in his grave. Does that mean that he's got a spore drive? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, I mean, this is the thing of, like, this is what Roddenberry wanted. The whole yeah, yeah. point of the show. I, I never get this idea mm. of so-called Star Trek fans going... Like, oh, this is an abuse of everything that came before us. Like, but yeah. this is the whole point. It's what so you, weird, because people who are just straight up, like, racist misogynists, people who would hate any form of Star Trek, hate on this, would yeah. be like, that would make sense. But someone who's like, no, I love Star Trek, and it means this, this, and this. You just want to sit down and be like, hold up, like, picture cards, and be like, so this Star Trek, and they're like, yes. This Star Trek, no. It's like, what's the difference? Yeah, what's yeah, going yeah. on? Yeah, How are we I, not here? It's that thing of going like... I. I would almost not understand, but be able to kind of see it more if the original series was an all-white cast, mm. all-American well, kind of thing. Was. But it's like, yeah, 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 exactly. Like, you know, with the, the, they got a point. Like, yeah, like, uh, yeah. You know, it's you, you can see it, but it's the fact that, no, the original series, you've got Uhura, you've got Chekhov, you've got Sulu, kind of thing. Like, you know, this is a diverse cast yeah. or as diverse for its day yeah, yeah. and you know some of the things it's putting off in you're kind of what is the issue mm. in terms of oh what so if Ahura had been the main character then that would have been an issue like it's complete complete they can't see that the modern day version we're in the Monday version of having a Russian a black woman and an Asian guy yeah rich. But it's just whatever is in Discovery or whatever else you put on. So it's it's the same thing. Hucking crazy. Uh, But I thought it was a good point to bring that up. Before we get to what's past is prologue, which I think is undoubtedly the best episode of the season. Uh Oh, yes. Uh, You know, so for me, this kind of packs in what you assumed would have been an entire season arc of Mira Lorca running Riot into one episode. And this kind of highlights the best and worst of Discovery in a weird way in terms of this episode, I think is fucking insane and amazing in terms of how balls out it is, action-packed, everything like that. Mm. And I love it, but at the same time, it totally represents this burning through plot that Discovery is determined to have. And you watch the episode, you go, yeah. you get to that cliffhanger. You've created some amazing scenarios. Yeah. You just want to get it done in 20 minutes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. You get to that kind of cliffhanger, you think, right, that's that's kind of an end-of-season cliffhanger, and next season, Lorca is the big bad, right? And you get, no, he's dead by the well, end of what's on the Actually, you know, I mean, um, one thing I was annoyed that his old crew, basically, they come out their agonizer booths and they're all just like absolutely fine. They should surely be staggering about a bit more like disabled. <laughs> Not very effective. Yeah, yeah. This, yeah. Is, yeah, yeah. this is there, the police coming out from underground in Dark Knight Rises, isn't it? Like, <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, I, I think the episode viewed on its own outside of the context of the rest of the season is fucking fantastic it like i said the action the big action fight sequence between landry 
Giorgio, Michael and uh, Lorca at the end I think is amazing and that's why I say again that's another fight that I think is really good and yes there are swords is that the one where they <laughs> stab who gets stabbed through the heart in Lorca one? yeah Lorca gets you get stabbed from behind because she says uh, I'm not going to kill you says I'm not going to kill you and she goes but I will and yeah, stabs yeah. him from behind yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, I could take it or leave it genuinely oh, mate, I could take what? it or leave it I don't care I don't, I don't, too many swords mate too many swords come on what that is, that is literally Wait. almost exactly the same as the end fight and insurrection as far as I'm concerned and what that is like they're all on this what end fight and insurrection the one between freaking Salieri and Dr. X what the fuck are you talking about just on this high up thing they're on the bridge and they've are you talking about the thing where he he puts him on the face ripper no no talking about the fight the final in the in the extractor thing you know that you know and Picard has to like make it blow itself up and then he gets beamed out the last second and does Picard get battered again he gets knocked over for the shooting of course he gets knocked over but so does Sally Harry like yeah I just think I don't remember. I, 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 I like it. There is a line where he says, like, uh, we're too old for this. Oh, so that was your excuse. Like, <laughs> like, we're too old to have a fight scene. <laughs> but maybe it's just that like, I fight scenes in general. I was just like, oh, is this how we're resolving it? Is this. Yeah, oh, so is this. I think, do this, you is think me. this is a Star Trek fan thing. Of this like, is a Star Trek Because fight scenes, even though. I look back to the original series loads of fight scenes in that loads it's always punching people loads. but you think like kind of your form of fandom has come later with the non-conflict yeah. style and it's fighting is not a way to resolve issues yeah, no. I, I think they were I think this whole series was very very eager for the characters to be fighting Good. And any excuse for them <laughs> to just fight. Yeah. And I thought, like, all right, people might be getting bored of this. Let's fight. Like, you've got three massive plots going on. Mm, yeah. And I think a seven-minute fight scene doesn't resolve any of them. <laughs> I, I do think, um, you know, we... The, this year also saw Last Jedi come out and the throne room fight in that oh, like yeah. set the bar you know these kind of like showdowns so high because it was just you know you got all those uh, the Praetorian guards which they could have had the equivalent of for the Emperor here yeah. mm. you know all having their individual fight and I think that's it, you've got Michelle Yeoh who we know is an amazing yeah. action star but yeah. I think in this Antoine of a dies like you've basically got that talent completely wasted oh, I don't know I think she yeah. does some good high she does some amazing high kicks in this yeah, like, yeah. And, um, but I you know, I mean, that's obviously, yeah. But we're not, we're not looking crouching tiger, hidden dragon here, are we? Like, no, 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 no. But you wouldn't expect it to be. No. Think. But I, I, I do think it's really, I feel like I'm alone here. Like, I, 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 I love this episode. Fight scenes in general, maybe just, I don't, it takes a lot for me to give a shit. Oh. I think that's it. Because, that don't fight. Yeah. Well, I think it's also, I don't like that it's a messy fight because there's like lots of, bit in the corridor, there's like, you know, people fighting over that side. It doesn't feel like there's a mono e mono moment. Like, it just, it's kind of cut, there's too much going on, I think. You don't get those kind Right. moments where yeah. things that you think is more of a d- choreographed dance than a film. Yeah. It still fight. kind of feels like TV fight in something that otherwise does always look and feel like a movie. Yes, yeah, I agree. Yeah. Well, sorry, man. Yeah, oh, I, I'm man. the odd one out here. I don't like that that pistol fight that you know um, in the big long room that doesn't that has no purpose. Was know, this where... in the porn version? No, no, no. It's the. <laughs> 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 it's the it's a... <laughs> 
yeah, like there's like they've all got like little little pistols, haven't they? Like fighting down this long corridor, it's and it just it just seems like it was. <laughs> oh yes, when there's the when there's yeah, the yeah. Um, force field yeah. in the yeah. middle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I know oh, what you yeah. mean. Yeah, 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 yeah. There was that, and how many times have you seen that in Star Trek mm-hmm. over the years? Two yeah. groups shooting at each other down a corridor. No <laughs> yeah. one hits anyone. I mean, the whole set, the, the ship yeah. was designed to have loads of cover, just in case we ever needed a fight in this room. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, was that the one where the Lorca just went like that, and then like some two lasers came out? Am I tripping it? No, 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 no. <laughs> two lasers just come out the wall and start taking people. Yeah, off. yeah, yeah. No, it's yeah. it's the the lasers are shooting at him. Though. Oh, that's it. And they're then, shooting at him. And then and he I'm like, fires what, how have they built those? Like, how, what are the odds of the lasers? Have they got them all the way across? Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. What like, is that? Uh, although they only destroy those two, and then it's fine. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah well, yeah. that's it. It's just well, those two. No, it felt like the bit in Goldeneye, the video game where you got the drone guns. Like, <laughs> oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Do you remember those? Oh, but dogs. but maybe you know yeah maybe this is sign of me being kind of the you know non trekking in the sense of I am into the action and everything and so for me I was like oh yeah all that action this is great Lorca's being evil like I love this and yeah I was very sad that he was killed like mm. instantly but um, it was a yeah really good finale yeah no I think he was it was all over too soon wasn't it there did he fall into that thing that was about to explode with the spore drive and was that yeah he, he he gets kicked in he gets and kicked, he goes he, and, and he, he goes like down and he gets like melted yeah, yeah, so like, he's basically uh, the last boy scout like and yeah because yeah. <laughs> yeah. I can absolutely see them twisting it that he's ended up in another universe oh uh, that's a good idea I absolutely yeah. I saw that and I could absolutely and, see them doing uh, yeah cause, but I think he is like incinerated he is like incinerated, I imagine yeah. so yeah, yeah. although yes is, you could you yeah. had that option or also you have the option bring Prime Lorca back basically I think at some point Isaacs when he's got a hole in his scale Schedule will come back. Yeah, uh, definitely. But he's a full-time Twitter warrior. <laughs> yeah, when he can take a break from trolling William Shatner on Twitter. Is that what which, he's doing? Which I'm, is hilarious. I haven't been following. Well, no, what happens is basically Jason Isaacs, um, which is what that guy was referring to in the review I read out, yeah, yeah. is very vocally like kind of left, left wing and stuff like that on on Twitter. Well, no, he's basically, just normal. And yeah. he hates Trump, like yeah, yeah. But he, he makes his political views very much known yeah. on Twitter, which I yeah. completely agree with, and I'm completely on board with. Um, but William Shatner, well, it, was, it wasn't even that. It was about like uh, somebody asked Isaacs about the potential for the Shatner cameo, uh, or you know, and he just goes, "Oh, I don't think that's well, not really that in sense. He just I think stunt casting takes people out of the moment." And it just feels like it's shoehorned in, so I don't think that people right for our show. And somebody like probably went at Shatner with like that Isaac says, "Never you." Oh yeah, 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 yeah. But it's become a real thing. They have bounced back and forth like that. And yeah. Isaac's literally always when it Shatner does go in yeah. on Isaac's all the time on Twitter. But then Isaac's just retweets his like trolling yeah, yeah. and just like clearly finds it hilarious. Like someone went like uh, <laughs> someone oh. To William Shatner, like, who's your favourite captain? He's like, not you or whatever. And Shatner went, well, not this guy with a picture of Lorca. <laughs> and then, like, Isaac's just retweeting it, just like, Jesus, oh, hilarious. So like, yeah. Um, so it's become a bit of a kind of Twitter war. And Shatner's blocked Isaac's before God and stuff sake. like that. And, like, and then Isaac says, oh, I've been blocked, fucking hilarious. Like, he's loving it. Captain like, <laughs> William Shatner is, is, is in his 80s or something. <laughs> like, has he nearly yeah, yeah. gone in his life? <laughs> well, he's taking the Donald Trump approach of like course, yeah in terms yeah. of like oh, but obviously if you see the documentary that uh, Shatner made called The Captains no I haven't seen it now. well basically he interviews 
all the other Star Trek mm. captains in it, right up to Pine and everything like that. He actually challenges Pine to an arm wrestle in in the documentary. Um, and I'm like, come on, sequel now with him and Isaacs throwing down. But it's like, just yeah. then for the whole hour and a half. Yeah, 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 yeah. In with that weird backwards uh, armchair that he used to use for raw nerve, his online interview show. <laughs> I think they should just play Dumb Jot, uh, the weird snooker game from Tapestry. I think they should fight like Kirk and Spock thought, in a mock time. I don't know why I thought I thought Never Say Never Again with that uh, uh, in, in what's it called Total Domination World Domination video game yeah something was, like yeah. that <laughs> um, I think it's good that Jason Isaac said that though it's good that Jason Isaac said that they didn't want to just do stunt things and crowbar and stuff in the original series so let's Even talk about the last episode <laughs> <laughs> yeah. the last episode anyway uh, so yeah. we've got two episodes left <laughs> The War Without, The War Within, which is the penultimate episode. Which I really liked. I preferred this to the one before oh. it. And I just think it's the best uh, penultimate episode since Top of the World, the uh, crime story season oh, one. Oh, wow. <laughs> uh, you know, directed by That Michael is Mann. high praise. So. Uh, we um, loved that episode. But it's just because it was a perfect, like, this is the culmination of a season's, like, storylines all coming together. Like, the, the protagonist is really under pressure. And it's all going to build to a head, like, where they've got to make mm. some serious decisions. And shit goes down, and then you know, and we'll see if it delivers on it. But it, uh, I should say, end of the last episode, of course, ended with another massive cliffhanger. If they escape the mirror universe and come back, and the Klingons appear to have won the war while they've been away, uh, Saru's, of course, now acting captain. Oh, they really dark roll back on that though, because it is like they've won, and then they go, oh, but they're kind of winning. Actually, there's a lot more of us than we actually let on. There's. You know. Well, they just, it's that thing of it. I think they just scored a, what seemed to be a big victory because they destroyed Cole's ship and stuff. But actually, mm-hmm. there's a, it was just a minor victory, as, mm-hmm. you, as you say. There was yeah. actually loads more. Um, so Saru's kind of almost stepped into the kind of captain role here. Mm. I actually really like the yeah. idea of him as captain. I don't know uh, whether yeah. that's going to stick. Yeah, I, I would really like yeah. that. Yeah. I'm like Captain Saru. Yeah, there's never actually been like an alien yeah. captain. No, which captain. is weird, yeah, yeah. considering. not At least you assume there's been alien captains in oh, yeah. some of it, or we've seen it, but not like, yeah, that we've actually followed on the show. Yeah. Uh, the, the speech he gives in the previous episode, uh, I think, is really, really amazing. Yes. Um, but this one, uh, yeah, this is kind of... What happens here? What, what happens? I just remember, like, George, it'd be great having Mira Giorgio back in our world, uh, Prime World, and her having to... Yeah, she's she been to brought fake, back. To fake, do some classic faking of herself. Well, yeah, so. that's that's in the finale. They're, they're, right. That's what they're building up to um, here in this episode. Mm. It's building up to her kind of taking on the old role of the original Giorgio, because obviously it's it's kind of a secret yeah. that she's come back from the mirror universe. Because she must feel like such a badass, being like, everyone here by nature are like a bunch of pansies, so I'm just mm. like, uh. yeah, 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 yeah. So this is kind of just building towards that. There's actually a lot of, at the beginning, I think you think it's going to be, oh, this is going to be a big action mm. thing, because Sarek turns up with the Admiral, who you mm. like, Sean, um, <laughs> so, I and, think I yeah. like. I think I like her. I think she's weird thing to admit. I think I just really fancy her. I think, really? I think I'm just like a teenager mm, with that Star Trek. Um, but I do also think she's a really good character. You no, know, she is good. Yeah, she yeah. is good. And she turns up with Sarek, and they're kind of like the rebellion. Um, and really, this episode is becomes quite a lot of character-led scenes. There's a lot of stuff between. Ash Tyler and Michael and kind of cotton their relationship. Is there a, is this the one with the episode with Ash Tyler? The episode. There's a scene with Ash Tyler and Stamets. 
where he basically says you're you're prick. Yeah, it'll be it'll be it'll be it'll be this one. Yeah, because it'll be the first time you've seen. So well done. Yes, because Tyler is basically trapped in hell now. Yeah, because he knows that he's kind of done a terrible thing, even though he clearly hasn't done it. Um, and I thought the way they. It, it, it kind of shows like Star Trek they would have normally just gone I know it wasn't you I don't understand yeah but we're on yeah, this thing together that's, that's, that's a really just good went, point no you, I can't look at you you, you stupid SOB that, that's a really yeah. good point because like you say the non-conflict nature of Ron Rizzuti would have yeah. led to him had to go like nah it's alright mate don't worry about yeah. it yeah and I'm sure but, it's leading there eventually but I like how um, yeah, they, no, they show the, the remnants of it yeah I mean they have a big scene don't they in the um, in the canteen where everyone's got snubbing Tyler but then eventually everyone comes over to his table and it's fine and they yeah. all forgive him yeah it's all, or, well some of them do anyway yeah yeah, yeah that's the shorthand for it, everything's okay now yeah <laughs> don't worry about it like yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I mean if I was Tyler I wouldn't have left my quarters you know I'm just gonna, like, <laughs> gonna get takeout like uh, <laughs> yeah. get a replicator he's in himself, in like, that's even after like he bumps that guy it's like oh, god how else am I gonna bump into today <laughs> just like, I don't, I, my comments have been shot but there we yeah. go. But you say you really like this episode. Yeah, I do. Because I, I, I liked the setup. I thought it was a return to kind of some Star Trek values and then they're trying to build their capability to do some more spore driving. And uh, uh, I, I, I just like how it handled that new setup of being back and the wars and being moved on. Um, and I just thought it was building to a really exciting finale. I just thought it was the perfect. I, yeah, I agree. Like, I was like, can't wait to see the ending for this. Mm. And the way that they used having Giorgio back was mm. so yeah, like it was perfect. Yeah, it was yeah. absolutely yeah. what they would have done in that situation. Yeah. Uh, yeah. When she steps onto the bridge at the end, and she's kind of disguised as the captain version of her from that universe, mm. and they're just like, oh yeah, actually she survived. Is really good. Mm. 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 She like, I, I think there was more reaction to like her coming back than there was hearing that Lorca was a you know a, a complete fraud war criminal from another universe. That was like, <laughs> oh, oh yeah, on the we ship, always yeah. thought it was to be odd about him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so. I suppose, being that you said it feels like it's building to a really exciting finale, we should find out whether that was actually true. With, will you take my hand? Will you? Always. For this finale. Uh, what did we think of this? I'm trying to remember what goes down, because in my head... <laughs> so I mean, I, I'm the worst at the rewatching stuff, so... This is so in awesome. this camp on Kronos, where they go to basically uh, a random kind of village, where uh, on Kronos, all the aliens are happily like trading and that kind of thing. It's, oh, yeah, uh, that was it. There was a plan of, like, we'll go... We, yeah, we need to, like... Uh, map the map the things that we can actually destroy their bases, isn't it? Mm -hmm. not. So we can we can basically do the whole uh, do little raid yeah. from after Pearl Harbor, and you know bomb Tokyo to send a message like, oh, we can actually reach you. Um, but it actually turns out there is a conspiracy within Starfleet yeah. um, to work with uh, Giorgio to basically destroy everything, commit genocide, mm -hmm. wipe mm -hmm. out the Klingons. And what the episode comes down to is not the all-out action uh, that we had a couple of episodes, but very much championing of Rod and Bree's kind of vision of non-conflict and diplomacy and peace. I think this is a terrible episode. Oh, really? Yeah. What's your fucking problem, mate? You don't, <laughs> you don't like the action and the fight. You I don't like it when they sit down and go, let's not fight. I don't think it's a problem. Right? What do you want, I don't. Sean? I tell you what I want. I, I tell you what I don't want. 
I don't want Starfleet to ever consider genocide as an option. Right. Yeah. I think that is such a ridiculous move. But it's a secret, secret conspiracy. Well, no, it, it, but it, it could have just been Emperor Giorgio's idea. Like, yeah, that's true. Yeah, it could yeah, have yeah. just been her. And the fact that she won't shoot Burnham, she was going to have her executed three episodes back. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Just like, are you kidding me? Of course she was going to blow up the planet. Like, it's yeah. Just, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I think I, it's, this is sort of... Um, I don't think like, I say it's a terrible episode. It's all watchable stuff. It feels like another Penultima. It, it does because of that whole yeah. camp thing. That feels like a precursor to the battle as well. This is more of a kind of like, yeah. Yeah. under you know they're going undercover again. It's quite funny. You know you got Tilly like bringing it again. Yeah, um, Tyler and playing then, like Klingon poker or whatever. Yeah, and Brashenzo having a freeway. Like, <laughs> yeah, that's great. Ron Howard's brother uh, doing drugs with Tilly and uh, uh, is that Ron Howard's Clint Howard. Howard. Yeah, oh. yeah. Oh, who is also who does look like he should be in the original series. Like he, he is. Well, he is. He is. He's in, he's in the Corbinite maneuver. As a Baby, he's the he's the weird kid at the end. Wow, that is amazing. I didn't know this. I didn't realise he was back in this. I I I like. I I remember watching this episode, and I thought, given how many things they had to sew up, it's they did the only job they could. I might be alone in this, but I thought the idea that anyone would consider this a solution. We're going to blow up the entire planet, and then they go down onto the planet. And they go, oh no, wait a minute, there are people here. Was well, yeah, of course. <laughs> well, well it's because it... they didn't know. It was just because Giorgio had been instructed by the conspiracy yeah. within Starfleet to do it, and then they have to stop her because yeah. they didn't they didn't realise what was going on. So it becomes Michael and Saru and all the characters we come to know yeah. and love turn against the conspiracy of Sarek of the Admiral you, who you love, who was ready to commit genocide. Well she was, and but what why would Sarek and yes, like, why, I thought that was very Is this odd. genuinely the best you I know you've this had a. swear t- if he was the original character, Vulcan, at this point, yeah. you could sell that a bit more. Is but this, you, like, is like, this the best you could that. do that you. Is this the best they could come up with? Like, we're going to make every volcano on the planet explode. We're going to go down. It's going to be like AI. That's what it's like when they're on that planet. It's like AI. I'm surprised fucking Robin Williams isn't there as Doctor No. <laughs> and like Chris Rock being blown out of a cannon, that would have made it better. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I thought, well, okay, there's this, there's fine. And then they go, oh, there's people, we have to save them. And so they, what is it? The, the, the head of the Klingon Empire gets like a... Oh, she gets an iPad. Gets like out. a remote control yeah. and an iPad and says... They're going to blow us up, so the war's over. Yeah, yeah. And then yeah. everyone... The Klingons, <laughs> the Klingons, who have always come across as totally reasonable and not ridiculous, yeah. immediately go, yes! Yeah, well, <laughs> yes! I agree that that doesn't work, because n- not only do I think that... Yeah, because seconds earlier they're laughing at her um, because she's a female of the species and everything like that, and then yeah. she goes, oh, no, look, the, they're going to blow us up, and then they go, oh shit, fucking hell, right, let's calm down. And for me, I was like, well, not only do I think that they wouldn't all buy it, because it's meant to be literally like every Klingon there, yeah. would they not all go like, well, can we just, uh, can we have a look at that iPad? <laughs> yeah, sure can we can. just, can we just check it? Because I'm it's not sure, that huh? looks like a screensaver to me. Yeah. Like, yeah, but sure, also, surely we can figure out a way to disable this device. <laughs> also, to, essentially, they're holding them to ransom, because they're like going... That isn't a real piece. They're going like, right, it's that yeah, thing yeah. of we've got nukes trained on you. And it's like it's they a- also set up the whole fact that what is it that humans and Klingons have in common? Kind of the whole thing about in the Marie universe, she goes to try and discover the secret of like, how do you get peace? You kind of like mm. get this alliance. You know, mm. You've got Vok and you've got Sarek. 
And that's just dropped by the end of this series, isn't it? They don't really ask that question again, how that's going to be the solution. Mm. It is yeah, just... Yeah, actually, you know what? The more it's I think about having this, the big button on the deck. <laughs> actually, the, the, this, this <laughs> seems actually like a real pro-nuclear uh, arms statement because yeah. essentially that's what it is. It's saying... We've got nukes trained on you, and that is what will keep the peace. Sure, destruction. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and that's what we've got now, and yeah. that seems completely anti-Roddenberry. So actually, fuck this. Like, <laughs> it is, is anti-Roddenberry, and it, it does feel like it's been put in to have Michael Burnham have her big mm. redemptive Turn moment around. at the yeah, end. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I want to go. I don't think this character is good enough to dismiss. An entire history of a television series. Like, oh, like yeah, I don't want, I don't want Sarek. It's not like oh, I don't want Sarek doing that. But like, <laughs> does, no but it is. Oh, I don't want Sarek. That's not. Why would he consider that? <laughs> it was the logical option is to murder everyone on the planet. <laughs> yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah. um, given that the war, the war. Do you know what? The more I think about it, I have a real problem with this. <laughs> oh, <okay. laughs> because the, 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 you come back, we're suddenly nine months ahead, they go, yeah, we're losing the war now. Mm. And so we have to just immediately accept that. Yeah. And then they go, we're now losing the war so much that we're going to commit genocide. Mm. And I'm meant to be... I'm meant, uh, yeah. And I'm now meant to still support this organisation in the series moving forward. Well, what's the um, what's that place in London that's like a bit bohemian? It's near a canal. It's kind of Camden. Like, yeah, that's where they went and on Kronos. Yeah, yeah. You can think about that the whole time. You're like, just keep quiet while I come up with this gag. I also hated the way that Kronos was. I hated the set and the des- I was like, this is the Klingon oh. capital. Yeah. <laughs> this is it. This is it. Yeah. I don't think it was meant to be a capital. It was meant to be near a shrine, wasn't it? Oh, it was yeah. Just, yeah. Like, yeah. Like, Where's the shrine? Yeah. What shrine has all that going on near? <laughs> for a massively <laughs> powerful empire. T- tourism hasn't done anything for this area. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, I don't know. I don't hate it because I know how many things they had to wrap up yeah. and I know that the, the mm. series I mean it's, it's kind of almost a victim of how much they crammed in they were like well we have to wrap it up we have to figure it out yeah. but uh, I, I mean, do I do, I do wonder if they could have figured out a better way I think they just ran out of episodes to do it yeah yeah and that's why yeah. everything's so bloody short like I mean perhaps it's just so expensive to make these episodes that you have to just do twice as much storytelling in half of the, half the episodes you well it's just the modern storytelling you know no one is doing 22 episodes unless you're on the CW now like you know it's that it's that thing of just I think it was always going to be a shorter episode order if it was going to be for uh, a platform like mm. Netflix or CBS All Access um, but also it, I think they're probably approaching it in the sense of we've got to pack in as much as we can season one because we might not get another season this is quite a gamble it's not like a good way to approach no. a show no it yeah. isn't it's it is thing where it's like they've rushed through so much story yeah but to the point where they've been able to do a lot but then when it comes time to resolving it they, they're ironically out of time I would bet yeah. you anything that season two slows down hugely I, th- I imagine it will and I hope it yeah. does yeah, yeah. yeah. because I think it's you're probably onto a loser when you get to a point where someone goes Starfleet was not built the Federation was not built on the on the principles of committing genocide like that's not a sentence you should hear <laughs> but I I have a feeling that season what I hope is they'll modulate to a you know a reasonable middle yeah. but what I worry is now they've had a big success that season two will slow down to a cruel like a lot of binge television does these days um, but I hope they'll find a nice mm. I mean this is still well. week to week as well so yes not... yeah, yeah 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 I think Completely. I'm probably maybe being too harsh on it I, I just uh... no I don't think you are because when you do pick it apart you do 
kind of yeah. I mean, it was. It's it just, did feel like an anticlimax, is what I can say, is because it just didn't feel right. It did feel wrapped up a little bit too quickly. I mean, it's like the thirteenth yeah. episode could have been the finale. Yeah, well, it's sort of re- <laughs> the rendered... ending of them arriving. Back yeah, start these through, and then you can just make this a bit longer. Yeah, like, into this, the... this is like the beginning of season two, and this is some high yeah. tense stuff to kick that. Season I mean, off. the thing that. The thing that saves this episode for me is really the end of Michael's character arc in terms of when you actually look back at it, she really has had a big journey from the first episode where she's kind of, you know, the mutineer to the last episode mm. where she's saving the day and really got... She's the one kind of, you know, extolling Starfleet's values and everything like that. And when you get to the end, she's doing a speech and they're all getting medals and stuff like that. I, I felt it and it was emotional for me and I was really, really yeah, glad Dr. for her. Getting, you know, Yeah, oh I, I love that. Oh, I really like that. Dude, like yeah. too much. And yeah. that whole thing of, like you say, of Silly going into the training program and Saru being the first Kelpian to win the like, award and everything Best like Kelpian. that. Like, yeah. <laughs> Tastiest Kelpian. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and, uh, you know, that was Longest <laughs> Gill Award. That was all really nice. I wasn't too keen on the writing out of the seeming writing out of Tyler because I really think that is great. I really like that character. I hope they bring him back. I didn't quite buy that he'd go off with Lorel really. Yeah, I'm like, what's he gonna do? Like on no, the thing yeah, on as well. Really but I, I suspect all these things are they're in the air and yes, the Klingons sure, aren't going sure. anywhere. As villains, <laughs> they're sure. not going anywhere. Nor is Giorgio. Giorgio will be back. I'm oh sure. yeah, she will be, and yeah. I hope she is because I, I think she's a great anti-hero. In that, yeah. she had a great scene where she kicks the fuck out she's of like, Laurel in this episode. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Mud's new wife likes to be. Yeah, taught me so much. Um, <laughs> so just before we finish off, we should talk about the big cliffhanger, the big yeah. season cliffhanger, oh, yes. which sees the USS Enterprise arrive. Captained by Pike. Uh, this is the captain who, the original captain of the Enterprise prior to mm. Kirk, who we saw in the cage, uh, the original Star Trek pilot, which we talked about mm. on our original series episode. And now we fully get it confirmed that when they said 10 years before Kirk and Spock, what they meant is the literal 10 year gap between the cage and where no man has gone before, where so presumably Spock's on that ship you would have thought yeah. and there was we, a look between Sarek and yeah and Michael yeah, as if yeah. to say yeah. hey well there was that really weird bit of misdirect in in rumour and news for season 2 I think it was Frakes or somebody said like Spock confirmed for season 2 and then if you actually it's go in past the flashback, bay, it's yeah. like oh there's a young Spock in but I, I think <laughs> I, I definitely think Spock is on that ship and it, they're mm-hmm. keeping it secret because possibly Quinto, like coming in to do like I can see him playing. Oh, it. I can see him playing. It. It's, yeah. it's not like he's a big movie star. That'd be confusing. It? So, yeah. Yeah. It'd be a bit confusing because he's he like Spock. We're saying in no matter what timeline you're in, when he was young, would have looked like Quinto. It's just that him in the movies is now a divergent part. But at this point in the past. Mm-hmm. So it's Quinto in Prime Universe essentially. Which yeah, it's a weird yeah. crossover. But yeah, it still yeah, yeah. Works. I think it works. Yeah. I think. I think casting Spock brilliantly twice was yeah. mm. incredible. Yeah, I Quinto don't think amazing. they're going to get a third no. who's yeah. as good as Quinto. I just I don't think, think you can. You know, if they can get him, which yeah. I think they can, it would make anything they're going to make this because I feel like they start like you know you don't have Quinto. 
and you've got like new actor playing pirates is fine but like you know the other crew members you're not going to know so what, what other than the ship which also isn't the ship yeah like you know what was the point of this so it's that's gonna, yeah that's yeah. an interesting well, thing we will find out what the point is maybe I assume <laughs> we're filling in the gap between the cage and the menagerie like yeah. I think I presume that gap's because we've got 10 yeah. years to play with and it, does this now become the yeah. Pike show yeah. or is this just a one season arc thing well, and then it becomes yet another show for season three. I, I, I think it's interesting how we, like we sort of hinted at it before. This is a season with it's not about anything. No, yeah. it's kind of hints that it is, mm. but there's too many things mashed in there together. Yeah, but it works. Yeah, they it holds got it together. And somehow. you think at the end of the series, you're at a point now where the characters are set. People like it. It's kind of a hit. Yeah, like, oh, it's definitely. kind of works. It's definitely a hit. Yeah. And instead of taking that calm point as a building block, they've thrown the biggest clusterfuck they could have yeah. ever thrown. Yeah, 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 yeah. And now you have to deal with that. And unless and they really the show, have a, yeah. unless they really know what they're it's doing. The second Back to Future reference of the day, I gotta say, it is like that. Where we're going, we don't need roads. Like, and then they had to write them, you know, get out of that writing. Yeah, yeah. Part two, they didn't like the fact they went to go to the future. Yeah. They had to work their way of kind of getting out of it again. Yeah. You know. And we know that this is not just a premiere episode thing because Anson Mount, we now got the things of social media where we can see what the actors are doing, everything like that. And Anson Mount, who's playing for Pike, he's clearly settled in big time in his Star Trek Discovery filming. That ain't a one episode gig. Mm. Um, he's there for at least the first half of okay. any season two we get. Um, so yeah it'll be very interesting to see where it, it goes but it could be absolutely amazing yeah oh, I want to make that clear I'm be. not there going oh why can't like I do it is a shame that they feel they have to do that yeah, yeah. if they get it right there's no complaints it's a mixed thing, yeah. thing yeah. It's like, oh, it was great to see the Enterprise swooping off in like these new uh, modern day Graphics yeah. and stuff. And that's yeah. the thing. Graphics, if they yeah. get it yeah, right, yeah, yeah. It, but then it's it like, yeah, well, right. you didn't need to do that. Just it it yeah. could be, right. and I, you know, I do get it's a kind be, of, yeah, be like confident in your own thing. You yeah, like yeah. that's what I think they was missing. That it did feel like you didn't need to do this. You, this is the kind of thing you do if you're failing. Lean you, back on the yeah, fans. Yeah. yeah, this is season four of Enterprise, yeah. isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Okay, like this everything. Well, Star Trek Voyager bringing in the Borg. This is yeah, 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 yeah. Which it seems like you didn't need to, but maybe they felt they did at the time, and maybe we get to season two and once they've done that they kind of go off going and do their own thing finally it it was like that whole like I remember um, do you remember one of the most tense things I've ever been in the cinema was the Planet of the Apes remake Tense, tense. Yeah, which because you know after like he he gets oh, when it gets to the end you're going oh there's going to be a twist yeah, something's going to ha- go oh because it was so well th- that was, was so, so publicised so the twist. Yeah, yeah the fact that something's going to go wrong at the end and they had like five different endings and it, I remember actually my heart would go it's like what are they going to pull out here that's going to be crazy it's like why should I be this invested fucking in hell you must have been so disappointed <laughs> well, it was a summer of shit so, <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah I mean the, fucking hell that ending I remember that that was without doubt the most publicised like twist ending ever in terms of they were go- they were telling you there is a fucking twist at the end of this yeah. film and not as in once the reviews came out they were bigging up this twist so much and to this day I'm just like what we doesn't what, make any sense why yeah. did you think that this was the yeah. the thing that we were but going and it's not the same as the original yeah, yeah. I don't think they were clear it's, like, it's, it's not, we got the, one not the same is it not as good like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. and yeah it was, there was that and I think Sophie as well with, with my wife was watching it with me was like saying like um 
Yeah, things are going too well here. They all seem very congratulatory. We've had the medals. We're flying away. Something's going to happen. And I think we were just generally, what is it going to be? Ape cops. Yeah, ape cops. A sage. Abe Lincoln. No, ape Lincoln. Ape Lincoln. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's how you're going. Oh, man. Right. Well, season two is filming right now. Very excited. I am excited. When it comes on, we'll talk about it. But until then, we're done. We've discovered yes, it's yeah. finished. The notes are flying. Uh, thanks, yeah. thanks again to Sean for joining us. Yes, thank you. Thanks. I, so, I mean, I, I, I don't know how, if I got all my things across, but I, I just want to say I thought Discovery was good. Yeah, overall, oh, we, yes, enjoy, we, some, we all enjoyed it overall. Very right? good. There's some very happened. impassioned defences, very impassioned attacks. And yeah, I, yeah, it's good. I think it's the best first series of Star Trek since. The original. Yeah, <laughs> yeah no, actually, you I know what? Is, I agree hugely. It has far more going for it than any of the recent ones have had at this stage. Yeah, yeah despite any flaws, there's yeah, no yeah. way you can't say, actually, if you look mm. at just content on its own, yeah, yeah. this has got more. I mean, going yeah, for if it. podcast at, well, and the internet was a thing in like the late 80s, early 90s, with someone doing a Star Trek show. Who are fans of the movies and the original series <laughs> yeah. after like season one of TNG recap just like you go it's this done dead. it's over <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah 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 so there you go actually we're in a far better position um, so thanks very much for that Sean thanks guys and next month we'll be voyaging onto a whole other different aspect of the Star Trek universe um, so much so we don't know yeah yeah well no we've, <laughs> we've, we've, we've got plenty of ideas but we're going to surprise you um, what we're going to do is Later on in the year, we are going to come back to the television series and we're going to do something a little bit different. Whereas we've been having guests come on to the show like Sean and pick episodes for us to watch. By that time that we start going over them again, we've been watching fucking loads of these Star Trek episodes and we're going to pick some episodes for someone who's even more of a newbie than us to watch. And that's going to be really interesting. But between then and then, we're going to explore some different aspects of the Star Trek universe, do some side episodes. It's going to be really interesting. So tune back in next month. Subscribe now on iTunes or whatever podcast device you use to make sure you don't miss out on the next chapter of Spotlight. Oh, yes. And you can follow us on Twitter at Spotlight Pod. Same for Instagram. Same for uh, Facebook, I think. Facebook. And you can um, message us at spotlightpod at gmail.com. Yeah, follow us on everything. Write a five-star review. That'd be good. We always like reading them. Wouldn't yeah, it be yeah, good? Yeah, I'd absolutely love it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and, yeah, nominate us for a Chortle Award. If you if you want, yeah, I don't know why we'd be eligible for that at all. Yeah, but you know, I mean, I wasn't. Sean, Sean, Sean was fucking nominated for one. He doesn't even like his own podcast. Come on, right? Uh, where can we find your stuff, Sean? Uh, Sean is my website. Um, I'm doing the Edinburgh Fringe. If you're going to the Edinburgh Woo! Fringe, wow. go back, go and see me. Four forty-five at Cabaret Voltaire. The show's called Hail Mary, and uh, on my website I'll have dates about that and all my preview dates and stuff and you can see a bunch of clips of your previous stand up on YouTube can't you yeah you just I just started up. putting a lot up I'm doing other things and I, I, I it's when you became confident you weren't going to do that bit again you put it up uh, yeah, yeah basically yeah, 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 so I've got new return I have pushed that out of my yeah yeah right um, <laughs> yeah and I, I don't know there's some other releases on the way but I don't know what cool. form they take cool. but yeah I would just like to say to our audience that Sean is genuinely an excellent stand-up. I've seen him do two hours in a row, and that was, uh, you know, I was 
shocked at how you managed to keep it up for two hours. Yeah, it does yeah. really, really, really good. Not many Canadians do have erections for that long. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, no, but he is really good, so definitely go and see him. Um, but for now, it's goodbye from me. Uh, goodbye from me, Paul Wilson. Goodbye from me, Matt Rothers. And goodbye from our guest. Thank you. Goodbye. Income transmission. From whom? I'm having trouble identifying it. But it's a priority one distress call. Identify the source, please. I'm getting a Federation ID code. It's choppy. I'm trying to clean it up, sir. Help. Slow us down. Dropping a set of warp now, sir. This is Captain Saru of the Federation Starship Discovery. Please identify yourselves. Hills from Captain Pike, sir. It's the USS Enterprise. If you enjoyed this episode of Spotlight and wish to support us, you can rate, review and subscribe on iTunes, like our Facebook page and follow us on Twitter at SpotlightPod. You can also get in touch and drop us a message directly by emailing spotlightpod at gmail.com.